0: All right, everyone, welcome back to another Red Beard Outdoors podcast. This one is a Monday review, and today I'm going to actually have other people uh, talk rather than me. I'll be asking the questions, uh, but we're doing another review after a couple of high caliber hunts have now happened. I've got a couple of the guys that were with me on the first high caliber hunt uh, and given their feedback. Uh, my feedback was given a couple weeks ago if you want to go check that podcast out it was under a Wednesday podcast, uh, just the high caliber Hunt review. Go check that one out to get my thoughts. Uh, but these guys, uh the first couple of guys, so Spencer, Dylan, and Ben. Um Spencer and Dylan, I met down there for the first time. Ben, I had met at Elk Shape Camp, and previous to that I had talked to him a little bit on on Instagram. He is Wad Prep. Um, so anyone that's in the CrossFit world. Probably knows who Ben is. If you're not in the CrossFit world, you should look him up. He goes through he he breaks things down super easy, uh, or simple, not necessarily easy, but the movements that you need to know for CrossFit, uh, so that you can get into that and incorporate some of that into your training, and just have better overall fitness. So I have those three guys uh, together, and then I've got Nick, or on Instagram he's Thwack. Uh, he's a first generation bow hunter. He's an awesome dude that I met through Instagram. I haven't uh, been able to go shoot with him in person, uh, unfortunately, but we'll get to that. He will also be on a future podcast as well, Um, but those videos, I'm going to kind of put them all together, so they're not going to be necessarily smooth and polished. I'm not awesome at editing yet, guys, so excuse that, but I want to get this message out there. I want you to see their faces, uh, but also if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you normally listen to, you'll have that good audio and uh, be able to know who, uh, who we're talking to here. I also recorded another uh, video, another conversation with Alex Tucker, who's an awesome photographer. And unfortunately, because we weren't using Zoom, uh, in my, again, my newbiness in in the whole recording scene, um, I wasn't able to record the audio. So I had all of the good video, and I'm sitting there watching. And if you can read lips, I'll send you the video <laughs> so you can you can transcribe everything. But uh, Alex gave an awesome review as well. And it's unfortunate I can't share that with you guys, um, but I'm I'm hoping to have him on a, a future podcast as well to talk about a company that he's getting together with Nick on called DNA Archery. Uh, so a bunch of good reviews today, guys. I'm going to throw them all together here and just put the video clips together. Uh, I'm going to leave all the links down below. am not going to talk about all the, the companies that I work with. I work with some amazing companies, but I'll let you go check them out. You've heard me talk about them before. Uh, subscribe, of course, it, wherever you are. If you're listening, go follow or subscribe on whatever platform you use. If you're on YouTube, uh, subscribe. Uh, I'm, I'm new to this, so I'd appreciate that. i love the support. Leave a comment. Any questions that you have, I'll get back to you. Um, You can definitely go check me out over on Instagram as well uh, at red.beard.outdoors. Shoot me a message over there and I'd be more than happy to get back to you and have a good conversation. Uh, But without further ado, guys, we'll start off with Spencer and we'll go from there as to what their thoughts are on high caliber hunts and why you need to get involved with Colin and high caliber hunts. All right, Spencer, uh, give us your feedback. What do you think uh, five-ish minutes of uh, the breakdown of maybe four days, three or four days that we were out there in Texas with Colin and high-caliber hunts? Uh, What what did you take away from it? What were some highlights for you?
1: Uh, The takeaways for me down there with high-caliber hunts were one that I've still got a lot to to do to work on myself to level up. We went down there in the, the name of the hunt says it all. It's high caliber, right? This was a group of men that are really doing all they can to, to level up in their lives outside of their, their day-to-day jobs. They, they've got the, the side gigs going on and doing whatever they can to just make sure they're excelling in all aspects of life. Um, and being able to sit down with these men and just discuss all aspects of life from fatherhood to, to cooking, to gardening, to religion, to work, to hunting pr- tactics, um, just really helped me one, grow myself and share what I've learned um, with with them. It, it's, a, it's a good, how do, how do I wanna say this? It's a good um, checkpoint and check-in for where I'm at myself and where I still need to go as a man um, for, for me myself, but also to help uh, excel my family as to being good contributors in the community and in the world.
0: Yeah. So you're saying the whole thing wasn't about going down there and hunting?
1: No, that, that ended up being just a side point to it, right? Because we spent, I mean, yeah, we spent seven, eight hours a night in stands waiting on hogs to show up, but we spent, 10 plus hours a day, just sitting around and talking and communicating and, um, really just opening up about our lives. And that was the, the best part too, is that there was no, no judgment amongst the men. We were all just open about all aspect all aspects of our lives. And in having that judgment-free zone and that vulnerable atmosphere where people can just share and, and learn and and be trusting of each other. Um, really made for some great communication, some great learning moments.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with you 100 percent on there. Um, it's it was a, a whole nother experience just to be down there and, and surrounded by people that you know you may not even want to go into the certain careers that these people are are going into. But I feel like most of us were all in different areas, or uh, you know, some of us were fathers and husbands, others were single men that have been pursuing different options, like I just think of of Jack, um, you know, that he he doesn't want to necessarily pursue a family, but he is super in depth with uh, what it means to be kind of that primal man and why we are the way that we are, why every religion is the way it is. And being able to have those conversations with people that, uh, you know, like you said, you weren't judged. Um, There was no ill will about like, me being LDS Christian, uh, you know, again, I bring up Jack because he's been a part of so many different groups and his uh, research that, you know, we were able to sit down and have conversations about religion without uh, someone blowing up about it or getting upset or, you know, things like that. We kind of learned from each other.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. One of the, one of my actual highlights of the whole thing, you brought it being LDS. I, I myself am LDS. And we had on that last day, um, prior, I can't remember if it was prior to going out to the hunt or it was before we were packing up, but we got into a um, a significant conversation about eternal marriage. And, oh yeah, you were there, uh, you were there next to us. And like, to me, that was, that was like a really good moment for me because it was one, a moment for me to, to share my feelings about the importance of that to them and just have an open question and answer session like no one was saying oh i can't believe you believe something like that it was just like an honest question and answer session and it was really really awesome for me yeah exactly
0: just you know you can tell when the the caliber of people that you're around when they don't take offense to a conversation you know if you're not attacking them uh you know directly there's a lot of people out there that will take that offense because They feel like they need to defend their own beliefs instead of pulling from other people, understanding and learning. And you don't always have to agree with everything. I don't agree with uh, everything that every man that was there said or did. Um, You know, there's some people there that drink. I don't drink, but there was no judgment. There was no peer pressure to, oh, come on, have some drinks with us. And Like everyone enjoyed each other's company, whether you were drinking or not, whether you were eating the food or not, you know, whatever it was, um, it just there was no judgment, it was all understanding and just really good questions, answers, and just genuine listening and not trying to interrupt each other. So I, I really liked that as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it was kind of the the ideal atmosphere for the kind of discourse that we need this day and age.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, awesome, dude, thanks for your time. And, uh and for sharing your your uh what you took away from high caliber hunts. This kind of their inaugural, not kind of, it was the inaugural hunt. Um, the first time that Collins ever did anything under this specific title. Um and I'm looking forward to where it'll go from here.
1: Yeah, same. All right. Thanks man. You so much for having me.
0: Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Dylan was part of the inaugural hunt for high caliber hunts. Uh he went down with us to Texas and San Antonio with Colin and Clint and many other people that were there and I just kind of want to know from your perspective there Dylan what were some of the highlights of uh, the first high caliber hunt uh, that you were part of and also um, just kind of what did what did you take home from it
2: yeah so I mean and I made this post out on Instagram like I yes I was successful in the hunt I, I brought home two hogs and that was cool um but really the, the the more interesting thing, and I think the the bigger thing that I, I walked away with were the conversations and connections that I made. Um you know, I'm not used to being in a group of guys where you know I'm the low end of the achievement spectrum, and I certainly was. And so to be able to have conversations with these mens and expand what what is possible, right? Like we there's a huge spectrum out there, but each person has their own window of possible. And I walked away with a much wider window than when I walked in. Um, you know, being able to see these men who are achieving at a level that I would like to be, and that they are very similar to me. And they gave me ideas. Uh, I had one gentleman, uh, who said, Hey, you know, you do, yes, you're, you're a CPA, but you also do this coaching thing. And he told me, he's like, man, I would listen to you a lot. If you were on YouTube, and I'd never considered putting my, my coaching practice out there publicly like that. Um, and so I got, I solicited some feedback for after the hunt and, and I'm going to be rolling on that here soon. Um, so i'm I'm starting a business based upon uh, my experiences on this hunt.
0: Yeah, so that that's pretty awesome. You know, it's crazy when you get in those environments where uh, you, there's no real judgment. Now, I, I, there's kind of a buzz thing where it's like judgment free, blah, blah, blah. But like it's not even about that. It's more of the the fact that we were together, we could talk about religion, we could talk about money, we could talk about our own belief systems, whether that's religion or not. Uh, families, uh, fitness, uh, businesses, like what you're talking about gardening, like there's not a bunch of guys that get together and talk about gardening, or food preparation or uh, food stores and how to do that better. Um, And so I I think that was an awesome setup. And it's cool that you pulled that away from it, that you're going to start a whole, a whole nother uh, business idea just from your three days down in Texas.
2: Exactly, and, and when when you had mentioned gardening, I, I kind of laughed because you and I had had that conversation about food storage, um, and you know it's interesting to be in, a, in an environment where you have these ideas. I want to have control of my food. I want to grow my sovereignty uh, by having more control in my life and to be able to be more resilient to whatever craziness comes at you. And to be in a group of guys, and they all look at you and go, "Hell yeah, brother!" You know that that type of unity is so hard to find in the quote unquote, real world. And it it makes you feel less alone. It makes you feel like you're on the right path, especially when you're looking at guys and going, yeah, these gentlemen are where I wish I was. And they're, they're cheering me on. I gotta be going in the right direction.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, there's, I've met a lot of awesome people through social media and that's a great way to connect, but there's definitely something to say. You can't replace the whole in, in in-person interaction. Like that's uh-huh. almost impossible to replace and having, and not even just that, but the fact that again, you can tell the caliber of people we were we were hanging out with just by the way that they listened, the way that they carried on conversation. And even though we know that multiple people in that group, we didn't all agree on the concept of marriage or the concept of family or the concept of eternity or religion, we were still intrigued by what the person speaking had to say. It wasn't everyone trying to one-up each other or trying to speak over each other, but it was a genuine conversation. And you can't really get that from interactions on the phone because especially nowadays, you can just click mute and you someone could be scrolling on Instagram while you're supposedly having a conversation, right? But knowing right. that you had that eye-to-eye contact and genuine listening to you while you're speaking and then feedback, not just a, oh, okay, that's cool, but actual feedback and carrying on that conversation I think that was a big key as well
2: I, I would agree with that and it's there, there's something we said for when guys get together I mean, we, we had an all-male group um and I know that Colin's going to have some female you know hunts and stuff like that but when you have a bunch of dudes together and they're engaged in a collective activity in this case going to go get pigs it humanizes everybody and social media is, it's designed, I mean, the algorithms are designed to promote, the, you know, to promote attention, and then nothing gets your attention like outrage. And so it's easy to attack somebody when it's on the other side of the screen. It's harder when, hey, we already share this thing in common. We're down here to collectively fight, to hunt. We're all in the same boat. We have the same mentality. Uh, whether you agree with this person politically or we have different views, you know, you're sharing, you already share something. And, you, you know, you share the discipline of archery or you sh- you share the, the want to control your own food or you share the discipline of, of this is my first hunt and I'm scared and you are too, and we're going to go do it anyway. Um, and I think that that level of humanization uh, is super important as well.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. So so just kind of take away, you know, and and I know it's it's said this way when you go and read about high caliber hunts, but. In all reality, it's not necessarily just about hunting, just like kind of what you've been saying. Uh, It's about the time that you get to network would be a good word that maybe people would understand a little bit better. But you get to meet people in person and have those good conversations that, again, it's cool that you're pulling away a new business idea from this. And that could benefit you and your posterity uh, in the future, you know. it could, it really could. And that could be something that maybe takes off to the point where you don't have to have your nine to five. Like there's so many things that can happen just from those couple of days that you spent down in Texas with awesome individuals and you're still talking with them.
2: Yeah. Well, it, it's funny because I, I know Clint from a, a, my men's group and he's always saying that he always tries to encourage people to quit their job. And I, I've never, never in my life have I, has it been within my possible to replace my corporate income. And now it suddenly seems achievable. And, and I, I, you know, that would give me more time, which of course, what would I do? I'd go in more high caliber hunts. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So Clint, yeah, he's, uh, I laugh at him because he always does things the opposite way and it seems to work out for him. I don't know, like ever since I've known him, like even with jujitsu, which, you know, I'm, I'm stoked to go and and finally catch back up on that with my son tonight. Um, but the fact that Clint, is technically a no stripe white belt, but he's been doing it for how long? I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> he, well, but he
2: really does. You like, don't he... know. They, they caught him and gave him stripes like two days ago.
0: Oh yeah. That's <laughs> funny. But, but you're hundred percent right.
2: The, the man, the man is performing at blue belt levels easily.
0: Oh yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. He just doesn't want to go through the official steps and rules. And that's just kind of, that's just Clint. That's who he is. So, uh, But yeah, anyway, um, awesome, man. Well, I appreciate your time today and I won't take much more of your time, but uh, I'd I'd like to get the feedback from everyone about high caliber hunts and uh, this first, first time through. And I'm excited to see where it'll go from here and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be back down there soon.
2: I couldn't agree more.
0: All right, man. Well, thanks so much for your time. Have a good day. You too, sir. All right. I've got Ben here from Wad prep and Ben was there with the inaugural hunt of high caliber hunts down there with Colin in Texas and Clint as well. Uh, ben, tell us a little bit about what you enjoy. Oh, look, he's sporting oh, hat! No, my you hat. Guys, yeah. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but he's got the high caliber hunts hat on. And uh, what did you pull away from, from this first hunt? What were your kind of your highlights and uh, what'd you take home that you're going to use in the future?
3: So I was, I was uh, one of the lucky ones, I guess you would say, that was able to get on quite a few hogs. You know, it's hunting. We're kind of placed in random spots. And then we kind of have to, it's almost like luck whether or not those animals come by. Although I will say I was very diligent at listening to all the instructions. Like I washed all my clothes and scent-free stuff. I had them sealed in bags. So I don't know if me being extra OCD about, you know, the things that I can control, aka do I smell? Um, I, I wonder if that played a part at all. I don't know, but all I know is I saw a lot of hogs and I got a lot of time in the red zone, meaning there was, there was a lot of time where I was able to shoot legal animals and that there's like, there's nothing that prepares you for that other than being in the red zone. Right. So, so I can say with confidence that me around what some might call like low consequence hog hunting, is going to make me better next week when i'm in hawaii trying to you know sneak up on an axis deer or a few a few months from now or like a month from now when i'm you know trying to take down a black bear with my bow right like so these these situations are preparing me to make better controlled conscious decisions when the the moment of pressure is on and then ultimately that's going to you know culminate During elk season, hopefully, where I draw back on a big bull, and I'm going to be able to stay calm and make a controlled shot. So there's one thing that I really got out of high caliber hunts. It was like I got experience that it's hard to get in the off season, and I got it. And all I I left Texas just thinking like, how can I get back to Texas for more of this? Like I want more time with more times with whatever animals I'm allowed to hunt down there and get meat out of it. I mean, I'm not a serial killer, so I, I do. I only kill things if I'm going to eat them, um, but yeah, it was a it was it was awesome to get experience, and then also like the low light experience too. That was a whole different ball game. Luckily, I got a few shots, you know, in what we call legal shooting light. But then having to take a few shots with like you know uh, not night vision, but green lights, and trying to like align my peep and balance, you know, and bubble and all that stuff all while like it's super low light conditions and the hogs just move around like you know every two seconds it was it was challenging but uh but overall just a lot of good experience and the only way you can get that experience is actually hunting
0: i agree with that it's uh you know texas is a special place it's almost like a whole nother country there's always some kind of season open so i'm interested in in that uh going forward and and i'll definitely be back in texas as well um it was a lot of fun uh so we talked about the hunting side of things and that's from the archer uh side of things i know we've we've had a other couple other people that talked about their rifle experience but um it's definitely a different experience and uh oh, i don't know yeah. if there's really anywhere else that you can legally hunt at night with a bow
3: <laughs> and, yeah and then another thing i want to say is like man uh it it's gut wrenching to me to lose animals and coming to terms like i still don't want to come to terms with it but like coming to terms with the fact that like with hog archery you're especially with the thick brush that they had there they're going to lose animals um and that sucks because i i shot five and we only recovered two i think with more time i would have been able to maybe recover a couple more but it when it's one in the morning um it's it's a little difficult to spend seven hours hunting for a pig when it's kind of considered a rat and the whole job is just to exterminate them so i was a little torn with that but um it's also a phenomenal way to, to practice blood tracking and man, they don't bleed that much, or at least with my shots, they didn't, even though I have one slow motion camera of me shooting like a slightly quartering away angled shot where it comes out the backside out of his heart. So didn't find it crazy, crazy, crazy.
0: Yeah. Those animals are, are pretty tough for sure. Um, so outside of the hunting aspect, cause obviously you go down to high caliber hunt, you're there to hunt. Uh, what was something else that maybe you took away from the time that we weren't out in the stand, but we were actually with some of the other men, uh, that in this case, I know there's going to be future events where there will be women as well, but this time it was all men. Uh, what's maybe one or two things that you pulled away from, from the, the out of the stand time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, What's really interesting is that when you get a group of guys together, um, it's very easy to, you know, like topics of conversation come up and there, you know, there's a million different directions for conversations to go. Right. And oftentimes when I'm in groups of people, like I'm a part of a bunch of mastermind events, I'm a part of a bunch of, of groups where you get, you get the right kind of people together in a group. And it's impossible not to have deep, meaningful, life-changing conversations. And I say that with full conviction. Like I've had, there's multiple groups that I'm a part of where I know that if I just show up to drink a beer with them, we're talking about consciousness and life. And like, it's just, you can't stop it. What's interesting about this hunt is I felt like it had the potential for that. However, oftentimes when politics get brought up, it tends to maybe derail conversation where it turns into, it turns into sometimes like people complaining or people venting for the sake of venting, right? Which is totally fine. And I feel like, you know, problems with, you know, political parties and problems with X, Y, and Z and yada, 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 like it needs to be pointed out. But what's so cool is that I actually did some journaling, you know, in the middle of the day because we had quite a bit of downtime and I did some journaling and I was just like, you know what, like I can either, you know, choose to be a fly on the wall in conversations that I'm like not particularly interested in. And, you know, it was just like maybe like a bit of negativity coming up where it's just like we're complaining about everything, which is fine, but it's just, it's not who I am. Like for me, I'm always like, yep, yeah, it is what it is and it sucks, but what can I do to change it? what's so cool is like I went inside and I did some journaling and I was just realizing that like, you know what, like if I, if I don't like the way a lot of the conversations are going or it feels more, um, more like complaining than it is. um, um, Constructional, you know, like uh, constructive is what I'm trying to say. I can be the change that I want to see. Right. Like that's like Gandhi or something, you know, I I can, I can decide to change the conversation um, or I can decide to like, have intentional talks with people, you know, like, I mean, there's probably a lot of people uh, who are listening to this, like myself, there's like, I can't do small talk. I I, like, I, it it physically makes me want to vomit. If I'm like sitting next to someone, I'm like, how about the weather, huh? You know, or like, it just, I have to, like, when I'm talking to someone, it has to be super, like, I'm just a type A person where I'm always focused on growth. So I either want to focus on the moment of how awesome things are now, or I want to focus on what I can do to make things better in the future. Like, that's it. It's all I care about. So what's so cool. is like, I went inside and started like journaling about this. I got some good alone time. I got to read, like, it was great. And that was awesome that, that high caliber hunts, like we had space to have serendipitous conversation or just have alone time. But what's so cool is like, I went inside, I was alone. And then like just in passing, like a couple people came through, uh, including like Jack Donovan. Um, he's an author. I, I actually just read one of his books prior to the camp, just to know a little bit about the guy before going there. But what's so cool is like, I got to talk to him for like an hour. And then I think you came in, we talked for a little while. Like, it's just like, because I separated from maybe like the main group where it was hard to maybe get a word in, I allowed space where like, I actually had some of my best conversations the whole weekend with that intentional alone time with people, so I think it's really cool that like you can all you can always be a victim of the circumstance, but if you just change your mindset and change your approach, then you can be in control and and make the most out of anything. So while some people might say, "Oh, you know, I didn't get I didn't learn anything there," it's like, "Well, I learned something because I consciously decided to put myself in the position to to interact with people in the way that I wanted to." So I know that goes to say like I. I, I loved the hunt. I thought it was awesome. I felt bummed for, you know, the people who didn't get on hogs, uh, cause that sucks. Right. I can imagine I would have been maybe singing a different tune if I came out and I was like, dude, I didn't see a single hog. That would have sucked. Right. That would have been a bummer, but I was lucky enough to have the hogs. And then in the downtime was able to like, get to know a couple people more deeply. Um, so overall it was a positive experience. I know that, you know, uh, Clint and, um, and Colin are going to be like, you know, improving and iterating. But for the first camp, I thought it was fantastic. And I'm really excited to see what they do moving forward with it, moving forward with it. Because I think the idea of just like bringing together, you know, high caliber people, like I love that branding, right? You're you're bringing together high caliber people to, to break bread, to have a shared mission of hunting. And then like, you're giving them opportunities to just like get to know each other. And especially with a little bit of guided, you know, hey, guys, like maybe let's talk about like I would love to just talk about fitness because I feel like a lot of people could use some fitness advice or like I would love to talk about business or I'm sure people would love to talk about, um, you know, I don't know, travel or consciousness or like life goals or Parenthood, you know, like there's all kinds of things that, man, I've I been able to learn a lot from each other. So as long as there's that intention with these people coming to these camps, I think it's going to be, it's going to be great, and it's only going to get better from here.
0: I agree. I, I noticed that too. That you know, as we would maybe pair off, or there was groups of three, maybe even four. um, The when you had those conversations, you could tell the quality of men that or in people that were there because there was no like backbiting there was no fighting about things like you had good genuine conversation where the other person was actually listening to you yeah and there's not a lot of that nowadays especially with social media and uh you know phones you know someone can be on the phone with you they can be on their headphones and still scrolling through instagram while they're talking to you rather than actually paying attention right but that face-to-face interaction i I did love those conversations they were pretty awesome and um you know i I agree these hunts are obviously colin and, and clint can only do so much they can't guide, you know, they're not like Boy Scout troop leaders that need to be guiding people They, you know, high caliber individuals coming together is a oh, great yeah. idea, but you also have to come in with intention mm-hmm. and you have to want to either learn something or contribute. And then by contributing, you end up learning from other people there. So I, I like that. That's yeah. that really good feedback. And
3: I think, I think contribution is another thing that like, you know, it's, uh, there was maybe like, uh confusing expectations. I know like originally there were supposed to be guides there to help us clean the hogs. So I was like expecting to go to bed. And then I realized I'm like, Oh shit. Like my buddy Clint is cleaning this hog. Like I better, you know, step up and clean it myself. Like I killed these animals. I'm not just going to like leave it on someone else. Yeah. So it was just like, it was good. It was good learning experience. And, um, you know, another interesting idea, and I know this is, it's going to be hard to attract different kinds of people to these things. Cause like, I don't know, like hunters tend to be of one particular demographic, you know, right-wing males, right? <laughs> like it's pretty clear. However, like I was probably, and people don't probably don't know this about me. I was probably the most liberal one there and I'm like right-wing moderate, but like it's still yeah, the yeah. most liberal one there. <laughs> um, I'm you know, I'm still on the, on the right, but definitely very, much more moderate than probably a lot of people there. It, when politics come up, I love it when people don't, I love it when people leave space for altering opinions. Cause that's how, like, that's how, you know, you're, you're coming up with your own opinions when you're able to hear someone else's and see, and agree with them from their point of view and see how they're coming up with that conclusion. What I don't like is like, man, this fucking sucks. And I don't, and I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to cuss, but you have to bleep it out. Uh, you know, this sucks. And, you know, this person, is, that is the worst kind of person in the world. And it's just like, all right, you're not leaving room for someone to be like, well, actually, you know, so I just think it'd be really cool as more and more of these happen is like facilitate, like, there's a lot of people from all different sides of the political spectrum and all and wealth spectrums bringing all kinds of different people and then like leaving room for everyone's opinion. That's how we, as a society and as men like band together, because what we don't want is to be in our little bubble. If everyone agrees with everything you're saying all the time, uh, then you're in a cult or, or you have a very, very, you know, bubble that you're Mm -hmm. living in. So it's really important, I think to expose people to altering viewpoints and altering opinions all in the common good of, Hey, let's get better as men or let's get better as humans. So that's another little point that I want to make that I think It'd be awesome to see, see some diversity. And you know, it's hard to hard to attract that when we're talking about hunting right in mm-hmm. Texas, <laughs> it's like a very, right. there's a very particular kind of person that it attracts, but uh, but yeah, I, I loved it and I'm, I'm super excited to see what comes down the pipeline.
0: That's awesome. Same here. I'm, I'm really excited to see where this is going to go. And I appreciate your time today, Ben, thank you so much for sharing uh, your, your perspective of the first camp, uh, for high caliber hunts. And again, I know we're both excited and, and we'll be participating in the future as well. So
3: excellent. Thank you yeah. so much for having me, man.
0: Yeah. Thanks for your time. Have a great day. All right. So I've got THWACK or, uh, Nick here <laughs> and, uh, Nick was another uh camper at high caliber hunts. He went on the second hunt, so we didn't go together on the first one, but I wanted to get Nick on here to, to share his experience with you guys. Um, Nick, what were some of the things maybe you went into high caliber hunts thinking about, and then uh, mm-hmm. one or two takeaways that you ended up pulling away after the couple of days?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So when I first got heard of high caliber hunts, I actually just had just by luck started following Colin just through seeing his account on social media. Uh, i've Actually, I want to say it was it, you had you had actually introduced us. I happened to be following him prior to that, and I saw high caliber hunts and. I thought it was just a cool name that he had chosen for his uh, his guiding company, and and getting to talk with you a bit more, Colin. He really has this this cool overarching theme of getting high caliber men together in a hunt camp, and really kind of redesigning the whole what a hunt camp should be. So I had high hopes going into it. Really, my main goal was to get some get some opportunities to shoot some hogs and you know have a good weekend and and just enjoy myself and, and being in a hunting camp because I'd never done that before. not uh, hog hunted either uh but in going into the camp it was just so much more than that you know the the type of people that colin's been able to attract to high caliber hunts uh are, are just amazing guys you know all different walks of life and very different uh career paths but getting us all together was uh really a good blend of people there was no egos you know everybody you know there's High, high end, you know, guys that are social influencers and military backgrounds, athletic backgrounds, you name it. Everybody's got kind of a different walk of life. And, uh, you know, we were all able to get together, mesh very well, had great conversation and forged some great relationships and looking forward to doing it again with that group of guys. You know, we're looking to actually do a hunt, an annual hunt together. Now, after that, we all decided that we want to make sure we get together on a yearly basis and do that together.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. And yeah, it's yeah. definitely something that, you know, a lot of people, you know, you think you go to, to these hunts. And this is the first time I've actually been to a hunt camp. Um, so I mm-hmm. can't really speak from experience, but from what I've heard, uh, there's a lot of, you know, normally a lot of drinking, a lot of eating, a yeah. lot of kind of laziness and and slobbery, yeah. if that's a word. Um, yeah. yeah. But, you know, uh, but my experience too was was very similar where um, it was just high caliber guys. And, and that's the whole yeah whole idea it's not high caliber rifles it's it's high caliber hunts because he wants to get those high caliber individuals together and uh, it's cool that you guys forged some some relationships in that one as well i know there's Mm -hmm. some guys that um you know i definitely clicked with uh at that at my first hunt there um and i'm Mm -hmm. looking forward to going back down and supporting colin a little bit more um what would what would you say uh you know to anyone that's looking at maybe uh, joining up or going to one of the high caliber hunts um, what would be your recommendation uh, to them, that, as far as getting into it?
4: Yeah, I, I would say go. Uh, I'm I'm the kind of person that says if if you feel like you want to do something, don't think about it too much and just get it started. You know, if if a hunt camp is for you and you think it's something that you want to do absolutely go for it and especially with what colin's putting together you know we had uh you know one guy there brandon he had never been hunting before ever it was his first time hunting he's also a new bow hunter so it was really cool to see somebody on that end of the spectrum i'm also new to hunting and, and archery as well too i've only been in it for about a year and a half but you know we've had guys from you know that end of the spectrum and guys who have grown up hunting you know rifle hunters bow hunters so it was a really good mix and again, everybody was super forthcoming, very inviting and, uh, you know, just being supportive and trying to help everybody be as successful on the hunt as possible. So I would absolutely say, go for it. Uh, you'll level yourself up, you know, it's, it's only three days, but, um, you know, just the good conversations that are had there. And and it isn't that natural or that regular kind of hunt camp, like you were saying, you know, where you just kind of go there, you want to go party for the weekend, you know, kill some animals. It's, it's much more than that. You know, it's building camaraderie, um, through hard work. You know, it's, it, it's nothing about hunting is really easy and seeing everybody come together like that and not knowing each other prior was a really beautiful thing you know and we we all had a lot of good business you know talk about business you know everything that we're personally doing brainstormed a lot together found some good ideas and got some good ideas on my end for for what i'm doing with dna archery with alex and Derek. so you know I, I i couldn't wait to leave but in the best way possible i had I was buzzing when I was, you know, when we were finishing up that last day there. So, um, you will get much more out of it than just hunt. So I can't, I couldn't recommend it enough. I would absolutely say go for it.
0: Definitely. And, uh, did you end up finding my arrow?
4: <laughs> I did. I did not. I did try to look for it. And I know, I know you said I was over at your, uh, at your stand. So I did look yeah. for it when we were trying to search for my pig, but I couldn't find it. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. It's with, it's um, with the land now. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's funny to me I so I posted that video about it, you know. It's that it was an expensive arrow, it was the Valkyrie system. So yeah. that was probably oh, yeah. a $40 arrow.
4: But I was going to say yeah, 40 something dollar arrow, yeah. yeah you definitely to find
0: and, that. And every you should see how many people have messaged me and they're like, "Dude, you should get a metal detector." And I'm like, "I, I know. <laughs> like I I get it. It was a joke that yeah. I posted the video. It sucks, but we well, experience yeah. it. But uh, anyway, yeah. back, back to the whole high caliber hunts thing. I, I agree. Uh, it's definitely something that people can, can learn from, can mm-hmm. level up. You know, that's kind of a big thing that, that a lot of people have been saying as well, just uh, and I love the idea that you were saying of just getting out of there and applying things that you were ready to apply that you had learned. It wasn't just hanging around with some good guys, but it was also, you were learning things for your business. You're an entrepreneur. You're also starting another company, the DNA archery, uh, which we'll get into in a, in a future podcast. I want to have you on about that, but uh, you know, it's cool that you're, you know, you're eager to, you want to be there, but at the same point Mm -hmm. you want to leave and apply the things that you learned. So um, that's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, go ahead.
4: Oh, no. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, it's, it's kind of like reading a self-help book, right? You know, if you, you can read as many books and, and and absorb as much content as you can about trying to be better and whatever it is that you're pursuing. But if you don't apply it, it's all for naught, you know, there's, there's nothing that's going to make you better until you start to apply those lessons that you're learning. So uh, again, you know, it was, it was super beneficial for me.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that too. I, so all these books back here for those watching, mm-hmm. um, those are from my last two years of 75 hard the live hard program. Um, and I agree. There's a lot that I didn't absorb because it's a lot of reading, you know, you got to read 10 pages a day, which you're in phase one Mm -hmm. right now. Um, so you get that. Uh, but, but at the same time, there's a lot that I've loved to apply and I've Mm -hmm. been able to, it's when you, when you grab those kind of golden nuggets and you actually apply them to your life that you notice those changes, but no one else can do it for you, but you, right.
4: Yep. Yep. You got it.
0: Cool, man. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on and, and giving us a little recap on on your camp. I guess it was camp number two um, for high yep. caliber hunts and uh, looking forward to talking to you in the future.
4: Likewise, Jonathan. Appreciate you, man. All right. Have a good day. You too. All right. Now that
0: you got to hear those reviews of the other guys, uh, definitely go check Colin out over at high caliber hunts. I want you guys to get involved in this as well. If you're interested in hunting, if you're not no biggie, um, just know that it's a movement out there that you're if you're interested in, in or anyone else that you may know that's into hunting and wants to surround themselves with uh, better individuals to be able to, you probably heard it mentioned a lot, level up uh, or whatever you want to call it, progress in life to get better at whatever it is that your craft is to learn something new and to forge new relationships while uh, having a side of, of hunting uh, to go along with it. Then definitely check Colin out over at High Caliber Hunts and I'll leave that link down below as well. And I hope you guys have an awesome day. And of course, as I always say, get out, live your life, and love it.